think about what how we as a society are changing. I think this is uh, some of these changes are permanent. Like people keep talking about a new normal, but I don't know. I mean, it's whatever. It's definitely new. Whatever it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> and so, what does that mean? What and it, even before the pandemic, what did it mean to have? Like a child, you know, a 10-year-old gets up in the morning, checks their phone, and then judges their entire life on the basis of what people have said on the phone overnight. You know, like this is the kind of thing we were already talking about. Now you have to take that to, what does it mean to go to college? What does it mean to get a job at a corporation where you never meet anyone who, who works there? Like suddenly everything is completely changed. Welcome back to the Balance Bowley Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Thickpin, the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world, doing what I always do for you week after week, season after season, making sure that I support you with tips, techniques, tools from our incredible experts, as well as myself, to make sure that you can stop just barely surviving the life that you have tolerated and accepted as your normal walk into the new era of all of the greatness that you were designed to have so you can thrive in work life and in love. I don't want you to just be amazing in the boardroom. I want you to be incredible in the bedroom too. So you know there is absolutely no topic that is off scale for us when we are trying to make sure you get your whole life together so you can really have whole success and not just be living for Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it is these kids are doing these days. I can't keep up, I'm over 40, don't judge me. But here we are in my favorite season. You guys know, we just kicked this off a few weeks ago. We're wrapping up the year and I have been waiting patiently for this moment to really keep you at a space where you can get into that mode of fully living the life you teach, which is everything that season 22 is about. I do not want you to posture and pose and live for the optics of things anymore. I don't want you to ride around in a fancy car and feel like you have to live in a five bedroom house when it's only you and you or you and your boo or you and two kids or you and a dog that you never get to see because you work so much. I want you to live the life that you are teaching, preaching, and selling others. If you are sharing integrity, ethics, oh, give it to them straight, don't be passive aggressive. If that is what you are selling to other people, I want you to walk in that. That is why I get to bring you someone of excellence. I have digitally stalked this woman. I will say very honestly that I am a professional stalker and very good at my job. And she is living up to everything that she is sharing in the world. I want to welcome Case Lane. Case is a global writer, entrepreneur, traveler, and the founder of Ready Entrepreneur. I think you can already guess at what that means because she getting you ready for all of the absolute aspiring things that you are supposed to do in this world. She's helping us entrepreneurs, me included, understand how to use technology and global resources to achieve lifestyle freedom with online business. I don't know if you've been around through the last year, global pandemic, things shutting down, brick and mortar businesses trying to figure out the figure outables of what to do next. I'm sure you admit that if you weren't thinking about it before and you are an entrepreneur or even considering to be one, you have to have an online business strategy. I am so grateful that we are welcoming her in at the perfect time before the start of the year and every month after that, as you guys listen to this, even after this show drops the first time, how relevant and credible this woman's information is. Case, 
welcome to the Balanced Bowly Podcast. Thank you so much for the fabulous introduction. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to be here. You're welcome. I am excited and I am honored by your time and your commitment to show up fully for all of us. Because what you do is the part that most of us are absolutely like, I want to do that. Like, how how fast can I get out of this? Because it's, you know, it's tough work when that's not your zone of genius. So I would love really? for you to share what you do. Yeah. And I, let me tell you, I've been there. It was not my zone of genius. I had to figure it out and I hopefully I'll be able to give you shortcuts, but I, you know, I'll just quickly say I had professional careers. I did all the things I was supposed to do. I'll put that in quotation marks, you know, college, corporate, the whole works. But in the back of my mind always was I wanted my own business. And one of the reasons was I just knew that I had more to offer. So even if you're in a good corporate job and, you know, there people are nice and all that kind of thing, think, wow, I'm not really getting to use my skills the way that I want to. And I'm not really able to rise the way I want to and not do the work I want to. And on top of that, the schedule is dragging me down. You know, before the pandemic, you might have been commuting a few hours a day. You're sitting in meetings that aren't going anywhere. And it's just sort of all of it comes together. And suddenly you realize you're actually living, I think you, you call it a new era. You are living in a time. This is the opportunity of a lifetime because you have all of these internet resources. Many of them offer for free. You could definitely start for free. And your market, your potential community, your customer base, whatever you want to call it, is the whole world, mm. pretty, pretty much everyone. So even if everybody around you thinks you're crazy and your idea makes no sense, you can take it to the world and see if they're interested, see yeah. if there's a crowd out there. So putting that all together, the one thing I noticed as I got into this is I, I just didn't know what to do. Like so many people, I was like, okay, I know I want to be an online entrepreneur. I want to do something. All these people are making money online. Everybody's having an Instagram life. What's happening? I want to be a part of it. No idea where to get started. So I started <laughs> everything. I just, oh, that sounds good. I'd watch a webinar. Oh, I like that. I'd sign up for that. Oh, I'd take that course and so on. And then I couldn't figure out why I was never getting anywhere. Oh, I know this life, honey. You, was you with me nine years ago? In the world? I like to tell people. So I decided when people were asking me what I was doing, I said, you know what, what's, what's missing here is the start of the process, the yeah. very, very beginning. I'm a big picture person. So let's set that big picture. What in the world is online business? How do people make money online? And what, how do I figure out what I would like to do? Because, you know, some people are like, well, I don't, I don't want to be on camera. I'm kind of shy and everything. It's okay. Well, let's talk about being a writer and do some blogging, or let's talk about being a podcaster. And, you know, we'll talk to people. And some people say, well, I hear that, you know, that's not get, that, that, that's not big anymore and everybody's doing this and everybody's doing that. I'm just going to say there are tens of millions of people everywhere doing everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nothing is fading away, especially right now. <laughs> email, people say emails fade. How is email fading? I don't know. I'm opening 100 emails a day, exactly. 200 emails a day. I don't see it fading anywhere. Uh, podcasts, of course, have just exploded. Everybody's on YouTube. And then there's even another whole side of online business, which people forget, especially if you're a corporate exec and you're like, well, I just want to manage. And it's like, mm. okay, you could do that too. If you've got a great idea, there's another side of online business called the gig economy and you can outsource and you right. can manage your global virtual team to put your good idea into the world for you. And you don't even have to create the content. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> How about that? Yes. Create the infrastructure to lead in the way that you know your zone of genius is. Exactly. 
Exactly. So I say to you, if you ever thought about it, if it's in the back, you're, if you're one of those people, it's like, I could do that better, or there's yeah. a better product or that those people, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, if you've ever been that person and you want to be the one to turn it around and actually put back out there into the world, the product or the service that you think should be there, yeah. this is the time to do it. So that's what I do is at the very beginning Ooh. of the process, preparing you to actually take advantage of this incredible opportunity to be an online entrepreneur. Well, so, you know, I'm going to be angelic advocate for a second, and I'm sure this has shown up for you on some level and definitely shows up for your clients, you know, as they're coming into the fold and probably why they're choosing you in the first place is that indecision yes. process, right? Like, yes. I, I know I need a website. I, I heard about these funnels. Is that what it's called? You know, like all <laughs> the, the kind of things you're trying to grab to it. Um, I know what it is, but where do I go? Do, do I do that on Kajabi? There's a Kartra, mm-hmm. there's a Google, mm-hmm. there's a this, there's a that. And then you get sucked into the rabbit hole yes. of there being so much technology options. Mm-hmm. Everything seems like it's better than the other thing, but the, the better thing is so overly complicated yeah. and so many bells and whistles you don't know what to do. So for the person that's willing and ready, obviously they hear you, they see you, they're like, that's my girl. I need her. Like, please, mm-hmm. please help me. Um, and then there are people that are like, oh, but you say you can help me, but they're offering digital services, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then they just get stuck in, in decision. How mm-hmm. are you helping people just understand that making a decision and moving with imperfect action is the best way to start as much as, you know, with some research, obviously, like you want to do your due diligence yeah. Yeah. and kind of. I, you know, I always say, and I, I know there's a book, it's not my saying, but it's like the failing forward, like just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, get in and you'll mm-hmm. learn how you need to do it better. Like how yeah. will you help people with that? Yeah. Yeah. So part of it depends on the person, but my general approach is to getting started is, I know I'm going to say, it sounds silly, but to get started. So <laughs> I, I agree. So Simple but not easy. Now, mm-hmm. some people, let's say you're numbers oriented. So some people are professionals and you work, you know, you're in the finance department, you're, you're into numbers and it's like, so I will as we go through the process of who you are and what you do and all these types of things, I would say, okay, this, the way that this works is you have a product that's a hundred dollar product and you want to make a hundred dollars a day to start. So you need to put your product in front of how many people to make that hundred dollars a day, at least a hundred, because probably not more than 1% are going to buy it just, you know, to get started. So, mm-hmm. so you just posted one thing on Facebook and how many people was that Facebook show to five? Okay, well, we didn't, right. make, any money. We didn't make any money today, did we? <laughs> so I was, let's go through the process. So let's talk about then what you really need to do. And that's how, and then, so it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Start with, if, if you want to start with social media, you know, X, Y, and Z things to do. If you have an, if you're building an email list and there's a hundred people on your list, okay, but you can't just send them one email because, you know, what's the open rate on that email list? Mm-hmm. You know, so we can actually do it just on pure numbers. Right. And I can point out to people where you could totally see, look, these numbers are not adding up. <laughs> so that means this is always an iterative process. That This is what I try um, and help people understand is that we're just going to do this incrementally. We're going to work through this a little bit at a time. And so it's not going to be a big overwhelm at the beginning. So, and, and, and you know, even then you get a hesitation, right? Yes, so, they're nervous. They're yes, nervous. That's to be true. I always try and bring it back. You know, one of the biggest problems, for example, um, that the initial people to reach out to. And they're like, oh, I, I can't tell my friends and family. They all think I'm crazy and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, all right. So then it's a trade-off between time and money. So again, this depends on the type of person you are. Um, if you have time, 
We will begin an organic approach, building up your social and starting to grow your email list. If you have money, you can go straight to advertising. Yep. So it really depends on where you're at, how much of a commitment, you know, entrepreneurs allocate resources, mm -hmm. time or money, someone else's time or someone else's money. So that's what you have to figure out. Where are you? What kind of a commitment you want to make? How much time you want to put in? If you're keeping your nine to five, are you going to do two hours in the evening and 10 hours on the weekend? Like, let's work that out. And then how much can you get done in that time? Because some people want to start, let's say you're the creative and you want to do a lot of writing, but maybe it takes you 10 hours to do the one blog to start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So then, you know, you're going to get one blog done a week. Yeah. Other people, you, it only takes you two hours. So you're going to do a blog a day. Mm -hmm. So you're going to might be able to build your audience faster. Mm -hmm. So this is what we do is work out, you know, your interests and, and your passions and everything around who you are and what you want to do and what time you want to commit and what money you want to commit. And then it can be the program for moving forward, but it's always short bites going forward. You want to see the reaction. You want to start seeing where the audience is interested, where you're getting yeah. some feedback. And then, you know, whatever's clicking is when you start to scale. Yeah. That's yeah. that live in beta. Mm -hmm. tweak it, mm -hmm. you know, pay attention to your, your listeners, your clients, your, your patients, you know, whatever yeah. the, the term yeah. is that you're using and being mindful to continue to evolve and be okay with it. Yeah. Cause that's the other side of the, the growth of an entrepreneur. Right. And mm -hmm. you may or may not have hit this window yourself, but you're like, I'm growing, I'm, I'm making the money. I'm being more successful. I'm doing it. And there's more that I want to do. Yeah, always. A impact that I want to give, right? And it's not necessarily because yeah. of just more money, right? Like it's, I, which will come if you're serving, you, you know, part of selling yes. is serving, right? To be able to give that uh, talent, skill, gift, whatever it is that you're giving to your, your people, your audience, mm -hmm. your, mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. Um, But being able to do that and say, it's okay that working with someone who has an idea and it's just an idea isn't my person anymore. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm, you know, as case laid, maybe I'm more interested in people who have already used the infusion sauce of the world mm -hmm. and that didn't mm -hmm. work for them or whatever it is. Yeah. And they are ready to do it differently yeah. versus not knowing what to do at all and being okay with your brand, your business, your company evolving to that or even expanding to have both divisions what yes as an entrepreneur you can have divisions you sure can, you can have that. <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. can imagine that you've experienced this yeah you you have to um there's a couple of things there but i, I want to talk about you know what's going to give you that motivation to keep going it's sticking with your, your does not with your pure business idea. That sometimes people fall in that trap. I, I don't think there's a business in history that's exactly what people thought it was the day they came up with the idea. No. So you do have to be prepared to tweak it, to pivot, to move with your community, but keep going back to the reason you had the idea in the first place. And some people say, I don't even have an idea. And it's okay. <laughs> Just think about, all right, then where did you see a gap? Right. Where did you see an opportunity? I was talking about, you know, when you said that time that you thought there was a better way, mm -hmm. what did you notice there? Yeah. Now, you might notice there's there's a problem that people are looking for a solution. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I've got a solution. And you go forward and it doesn't work. Now, what does that mean? You don't really know. So you have to keep, you know, moving things around because you still, that problem is still there. That problem has not mm -hmm. gone away. So mm -hmm. if your idea doesn't click on day one, you make those changes. Um, you might and it might even be just a change in your advertising. Maybe yeah. it's a good idea, but a poor distribution marketing, mm -hmm. you know, thing like that. So yeah, you have, and it's, that's the, the core of entrepreneurship to me is 
you know, actually the perseverance. Yeah. That's that's really what it and, and I know some people, oh well entrepreneurs, you know, they're special and they're <laughs> they're the kind that, you know, they want to be in their garage playing on their computer and they're you and and they have special halos or I no, no, not the only thing I've ever noticed, I've read a lot of entrepreneurial, you know, autobiographies by the only common ground is they do the work and they keep doing it until it's a success. <laughs> and exactly. that means changing it or whatever it requires. Could be their 327th idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one that, and you only hear about that idea. And so you think they're one of the magical people. But in fact, if you read their biography or something, you'll find out that they were grinding away at it for years. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that it's a, it's not so much difficult or anything. It's just that you have to keep going. Yeah. So what it really comes down to is your ability to just say, I'm going to do this because I know there's a problem. I know people are looking for a solution. I know I can help. I want to deliver value. I want to be a contributor. So yeah. I have to figure out a way to make this happen. Absolutely. And keep going, yeah. And you hit on such a, a key, well, you hit on quite a few key issues, actually. But one that is really, uh, has like a, a halo over it for me right now is the word perseverance. Yeah. Because that is something that I think a lot of people struggle with, although they are, and because our audience are ambitious and brave, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so they're out here, like on paper, their dossiers, their portfolios, their CVs, they are, you know, flawless. It, it's magical and people aspire to be like them. Maybe yeah. their bank accounts are even what people aspire to be, mm-hmm. but there is something missing in the recognition of what they're not being tenacious about, mm-hmm. which is what they really want. Yes. And there's usually something holding back, like, oh, I can I can build your business. I can grow this. I can do this for you, but I won't do it for me. Yeah. Why? Because I don't think I'm enough. I don't yeah. think I'm, I'm worthy of it. Oh, my, my marriage can't handle that. Oh, the kids are too young. The kids are too old. The teenagers are too crazy. You know, like we yeah, you know, with, absolutely with everything. And I think to your point, being able to be okay with where you are but not using where you are as an excuse yes. for staying there yeah. is two different things. And I yep. love that you you gave that example of the, you know, 327th idea and, <laughs> and it's okay that it's different, you know, yeah. and yeah. all that. And, and I have to say, you know, I'm not coming at this like, oh, I woke up, you know, as a baby and I was like ready to go. Right, <laughs> right. Not at all. This has been a long road. I have been there. I have worked, um, I don't know. I'll go. The quick version of my career is as a, as a diplomat in the Canadian Foreign Service. I grew up in Canada originally. I went to business school. I went into corporate. I and then I, I went to law school. So I'm also a lawyer. And I was always, you know, people. Every time I left a, a job, people would be like, "Oh, you're crazy. You know, how could you leave your good job and all this type of thing?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I need that next challenge. I need to be, you know, doing what I." And I and the whole time I was also trying to get to. As I mentioned before, I really always wanted my own business, and I just didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And I didn't really know about, you know, the personal development world and the self-help world and all of that. I hadn't got into any of that. But I knew that there was more that I should be doing, that I wanted to be doing, that, yeah, my jobs are good and everything, but what about, you know, really using my skills? What about really, like, there's so many things going on. I'm a big world traveler. Like, there are so many things going on in the world. Yeah. There are so many places where you could be really making a difference. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, there's, to me, as I went, you know, all these careers, and I was like, no, entrepreneurship is where I will have this opportunity to really just do things the way that I think they should be done. Yeah. And obviously, again, you know, you obviously need your market feedback. Mm-hmm. Don't go too crazy on your own ideas, but right, right. you need to get your market feedback. But um, you, then you realize, 
I think you you know if you're thinking about it, and even you keep even if you keep your nine to five, that first day that you get that first person who responds, that first stranger mm-hmm. who responds and says, "Oh, that's really good. I was looking for that." Yeah, wow, that's really good. <laughs> that is yeah. a really incredible moment. And then mm-hmm. you'll realize, yes, now I can see how I can really use my skills and really start getting to what I want to do with my professional life, which then eventually, I mean, obviously, yes, let's talk. Okay, money. Yes, everybody wants the financial security, bling, bling, bling. Yes, we all want that. <laughs> but your professional life, using your skills and your lifestyle freedom, having the schedule that you want, spending time with the people you want. I expect, especially this year, if you last year, we're working your 80 to 100 hour weeks and saying mm-hmm. all about the job and you skipped your sister's wedding and you skipped mm-hmm. your friend's funeral and you skipped, you know, calling your friend, whoever. And then this year, you can't even go if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, you were saying earlier, people are coming to realize yeah. that, yeah, this, I mean, the pandemic has forced the issue with a lot of people. Yeah. And it's forced us to pay attention to what are we not making room for, mm-hmm. uh, both at work, like to your point, uh, the idea, the dream, because everything starts with the dream. It has to birth out of somewhere. It's not going to be anything more than a an idol, idolization. If I think that's a, a real word. I make up words all the time, but I think that's a real word. <laughs> That's the real world. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I have Nikita-isms where I just like literally make up words. Um, <laughs> it, they feel good on my tongue and I just roll with it. But um, the idolization of this thing that kind of stays a daydream until you believe in yourself and believe in the possibility and believe in seeing it. But you can't stay there either. Like, oh, I'm so dope. I'm so amazing. I believe that I can be a billionaire and a philanthropist and, mm-hmm. and change the world unless you have a plan for it. Part of the planning is making sure that we have some guidance, some coaching, yeah. some advising, some consulting, whatever mentoring uh, that you have. And I do believe in paying for those mentors, yes. coaching, advising hours. The reality is I don't want to have to buck up against my sisterness with someone or my brother relationship. I'm like, oh, okay, it's my girl. That's my sister. She can be all of that. But if mm-hmm. I'm not paying her for her time, mm-hmm. I got to get in where I fit in. And that might be three weeks after she didn't travel to Europe, China, and, and somewhere mm-hmm. else and came back. And I had a right now problem. Yeah. But if she's my paid consultant, if I'm working through her company, she's my advisor, whatever the role is, then I know that we have a scheduled time. And I can not only honor that, she can honor that I'm going crazy on the clock and yeah. not... Yeah. <laughs> And not just being like the cousin, right. the sister, the friend that, right. you know, manipulating her skill set because we're, you know, friendly or, or, or blood, which is even worse. And I think a lot of people are so overwhelmed in their time and they can't see making space for the dream to become mm-hmm. a reality because they're over giving to everyone except yeah. for themselves. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I think that and I know it's so difficult for people to pull away mm-hmm. because of that fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I don't, you know, do everything for everyone else, they're not gonna love me anymore and all that kind of thing. And I, I know that yeah, that's, that's, that's very real. Mm-hmm. But I also think you have to think, what could you do if you actually put your business ideas into practice? If you actually, if you, if you put those solutions you're thinking about, especially right now, just think about right now what's going on. How many things do people need right now like from you know help with their kids um education to 
managing in the in the house with the, the office like everybody you're saying everybody coming around and making noise and everything like that just having a quiet place to work having really good yeah. quality tools learning how to use all the online tools people were shocked a couple of months ago they didn't know what to do mm-hmm. and they were especially you know you're a big executive in a company but you've never had to use zoom and suddenly like the you know person is 10 ranks below you is like just hit that button just hit you know so like, exactly <laughs> suddenly you're like completely out of where you used to be mm-hmm. so you think of, and not even just that think about what how we as a society are changing i think this is uh some of these changes are permanent like people keep yeah. talking about a new normal but i don't know i mean it's whatever it's definitely new whatever it's yeah. coming that's it's why coming. i say the era the era is completely yes, the different era, yeah. yeah and so what does that mean what and it, even before the pandemic what did it mean to have like a child, you know, a 10 year old that gets up in the morning, checks their phone and then judges their entire life on the basis of what people have said on the phone overnight. You know, like this is the kind of thing we were already talking about. Now you have to take that to what does it mean to go to college? What does it mean to get a job at a corporation where you never meet anyone who works there? Like suddenly everything is completely changed. And now you might be saying, well, I don't know how to answer those questions. But what you do have are certain skills that are still valid yeah. in the online world. Mm-hmm. And so you, the, the thing to think about, you're already doing this. Like, that's the thing what people don't realize. Oh, like, oh, no, only experts, you know, start online business and things like that. But if you're one step ahead, <laughs> you're an expert. That's right. So that's right. if you just think about the most basic, what did you do um, to trans- transition your skill? You're, I don't know, you're an operations executive. And what, what did you do to transition your skill online? Now, a lot of other people have that question. A lot of college students have that question. And so there's an opportunity for you to be an instructor, a teacher, Mm -hmm. however you want to do it. And there's a business around that as there are. And then it doesn't even have to be something serious. It doesn't even have to, I mean, that, you know, it could be, it doesn't have to be your education. It doesn't have to be your work People want entertainment too. Yeah, they <laughs> want to have fun. Yeah, they want good books. But then they're, and they're having to do it all online. You can't go to the movies, can't go to the mall. You can't, so you know, if you do something fun online, mm-hmm. that's a hobby. Mm-hmm. And you know that you're, the, the other people in your hobby are always saying things like, oh, I wish we had this and I wish we had that. And I would, well, there you go. There's a business opportunity for you. You are so on point. One of my mentors is a national sales VP for an escape room. Mm-hmm. And they normally, obviously, escape rooms are physical places. Yeah. That they yeah. go on cruise ships. They do all kinds mm-hmm. of things, some corporate stuff. Well, since all of this, they shifted and created yeah. a whole online space nice. that they're dominating in. There you they go. What they already knew and transition. And, you know, yes. we were all nervous for them. Like, mm, I don't know. You know, people said, <laughs> you know, we already on Zoom for work and calls and Skype and all that. I don't know if they want to escape on it. But people are absolutely they're They're pulling their family from across the world. They're creating baby showers out of it. Let's yeah. do something fun instead of yeah. saying, oh, look at the baby. <laughs> we just going to stare at each other. <laughs> so now they're like using escape rooms for it. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, you made such a valid point that you can take the talent, skills, gifts that you have and transition them mm-hmm. into a stepping stone that propels you to the next space in your life and or your business. For where you're going to go, you do not have to feel like you just need to fall off a cliff now because the world as we knew it six, right. seven, eight months ago is different. It's different than what it was 20 years ago yeah. or 30 years ago. Think about exactly. how our parents and grandparents feel. Like exactly, oh, yeah. we don't know how y'all got it, right? Yeah, yeah no, you're absolutely right. And you know, you mentioned coaches, and I think that that's something I didn't know anything about. You know, a lot of people never would consider. And again, and it's a whole new era. 
So let's look at a whole new way of learning. And sometimes it is having somebody, you know, who's with you on the process, helping you see that, what you can do. And so, and helping you realize where your skills are and what value you can add and bring that forward. I know a lot of people would never go down that road. It would just never occur to them. But you look at, again, the stories of famous people and you, they might not have had a formal coach, but they had some mentor or they had somebody that they could advise. Yes. Advisors. Mm -hmm. There is, I mean, obviously there's different ways to do this there. You know, you could do it all yourself. You could spend all the time online, all that kind of stuff and so on. But even if you do that, it's still nice to talk to someone. It's still nice to, to bounce ideas off someone. And if you're in that position where there's nobody around you, I mean, it's not, I think it's always great when people start a something together. So if you have a a friend who wants to start a business with you, that's always fun too. Um, But make sure you, of course, I throw in the lawyer part about working everything out in the beginning. I have a contract. (laughs) Listen, my Esquire came up like, listen. You and Linda's sisters until that check don't get split right. So it's like, yeah, they were your best friend until five minutes ago when the company started doing business. Yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, you you know, but it's just around why you if you're not sure, you know you want to do something, and even if you just want to talk to somebody for a little bit to ask around about how to do it. Yeah. I'm a I'm a big believer in preparing, obviously, and if some people they spend a, a weekend and then they're like, okay, I'm good to go. Right. And other people want to read every book and <laughs> to go through every personal development program and talk to every person they've ever known. And so oh, on, which is fine. So, but you have to start at some point. Mm-hmm. So you could have that agenda, like all the people I must talk to, but at the same time, get started. Yeah. But it, and there's nothing wrong with sort of reaching out and, and talking to people, whether professionally or informally and making that part of your process. I think it's actually, you know, it's a, it's a big part of making sure it works. What I did is I ended up going to conferences. I was working by myself doing the digital nomad thing. And yeah. I was like, I need to talk to some people about how this I'm really works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I started going to conferences and meeting people that way, which is yeah. a fun way to do it too. When those come back, hopefully next year. Yeah. Like hopefully let's, yeah. let's pray for that one. No, I mean, I think, you know, on some levels, that's why podcasts are so popular, mm-hmm. right? Like it's mm-hmm. another way of being a fly on the wall. Yeah. In um, some ways, like all the listeners are able to listen to our very, this is an unscripted conversation for anybody who's new to the Balance Fully podcast. There are no scripted conversations mm-hmm. here. Um, and to be able to kind of sit in our proverbial kitchen and mm-hmm. listen to our conversation and, uh, you know, take notes and say, oh, I heard that mistake case said, let me not do that. Or, you know, <laughs> Nikita just said, well, be wary of that, you know, yeah. or here's a good tool for yeah. you to add to, you know, part of what you do your due diligence around to research and see if it's going to work for you and your yeah. style or, you know, your um, I was going to say limitation, but just honoring your weaknesses mm-hmm. and knowing that some will build into strengths and some you have to absolutely know that that's just not for you. Right. Right? Source everything else. Yeah, exactly. Like, hmm, who can I hire that is better suited right, right. Exactly. this? Because it's taking me six hours. It took them 20 minutes. Like, that's probably something you want to outsource. Yeah. Um, and, you know, podcasts, like, this is something I've been looking at. I want to do some writing on this, how, how podcasts have become like what you just said, that conversation in the living room and in, you know, way back when only certain people got to have these kinds of conversations, right? right? And now we could all listen in and Mm -hmm. get this information. And when you go beyond the top 100 podcasts, like, I mean, those are all fabulous people, but they're all beginning to talk to each other and say the same thing. You got to go beyond the, the top 100 podcasts at go deep into the conversations that are going on 
in every other place. Let's raise the ball up to the top 100. But let's go into those conversations on podcasts like this, on Balance Boldly, on, you know, in areas where people are talking about the things that you need to hear so that you can move forward. And these are the kind of conversations that you just wouldn't get before. Like, I I mean, unless you grew up in a entrepreneurial household or something like that, this is just not the kind of conversation people were having. And now you can hear it every day in, in, you know, and it's just amazing. It's, it's, it's just an extraordinary extra piece of this great opportunity that exists right now. Absolutely. I a thousand percent agree. And I'm Mm -hmm. really fortunate that we get an opportunity to experience this knowledge from you and have, have the boldness to, ask and say how can we do this differently how can we do it better which mm-hmm. is why you exist the gap that you feel fill f-i-l-l because it sounds like i was saying f-e-e-l right um but, and maybe and look and maybe oh, hey, you that works yeah i like it Ch- changing changing adjectives and such um <laughs> you would not think that i have as many degrees as i do like that that's how i am um <laughs> But I would love for you to share with everyone really quickly how you give yourself permission to pause when you are doing so much and traveling so much and working so much and sharing so much across all these, you know, virtual stages via podcasts and video shows and stuff that you're doing. How are you making sure that cases is okay? Yeah, I yeah, that's that's a really, really important topic, especially again, especially right now, because my release from work was travel. So I would work flat out three, four months, and then travel for a few months. And now I'm just working. So I always go back to what um, motivation, why I'm doing this. And I tell myself, you can't burn out. There's a, uh, this is a long highway. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really long. Right. <laughs> and it will last forever. But if you, you know, if you're feeling tired and you're just trying to push through, and you collapse and break down and you got to wait for AAA and you know you know all that it's there's no point uh no i mean you're you're going to lose your momentum overall yeah, so you might have been going 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 oh push 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 for like 5 days and then lose 3 months yeah. when you, so i always go back to my long term vision my but i have um I think that we have to have a much larger percentage of entrepreneurs in the population. So this is my, my bias. Is that I, if we were more entrepreneurially oriented when the, the crisis began, we might have had more solutions faster. Yep. People were thinking that way. I also think I'm a future world type. I write fiction techno thrillers and I don't want to go Ooh. too far into like the deep, um, you know, in ro- I, I'm not into the robots taking over the world. I, I am into the humans running the world, except for the fact that this technology will play a much, much bigger role, including that it would take a lot of jobs and it's mm. already happening. I mean, this is already happening. So before pandemic and everything like that, we could see the transition of the economy. And the analogy I like to draw is to the switch from the agricultural to the industrial age. Yeah. So I'll just quickly say, like, imagine back in the day, you're on the farm, you and the hubby and the 10 kids, and this inspector comes by one day and says, beginning Monday, those children have to go to school. And you're like, what's a school? I don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. They're outside all day. They're playing in the fields. They're helping mm-hmm. on the farm. I won't have any help. And they're like, no, it's the industrial age. We're changing. Society is changing. They go to school from now on. Yep. 
So now you're going to be the shocked parent of the industrial age. <laughs> and they're telling you from now on, that kid's good everything online. <laughs> so you're like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> but oh, this true. is the reality. Life has changed. The world has changed. We are global. No matter, I don't care what people try and do to stop it. We are global. That is never going to end. I mean, nope. you know, people are going to keep moving around the world. We're going to keep spreading ideas yeah. as well as other things. You know, it's, we're going to, everything is out there. So you have to adjust. And yeah. So, and we don't teach entrepreneurship in schools and we don't even promote it as a society, really. Everyone's like, oh, that's scary. So I firmly believe in entrepreneurship. I firmly I believe. And I think when you give yourself some purpose in mm-hmm. life, when you give yourself something to do, <laughs> guess, what? guess what? You actually might, you know, start be creating a better society. And we, mm-hmm. that's one thing we also need very desperately. <laughs> so <laughs> if we can... So I go back to that. I say, okay, you can't burn out. So it's okay to go and, you know, binge on Netflix for half a day or whatever. Like, don't, I mean, try not to do it all week long. But if, you really, <laughs> if you're feeling tired, yeah. I, I do this myself all the time. I'm like, and I can feel it. I love to read. So I'm like, I'm just going to read fiction tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to give my brain a break because I am mm-hmm. the bottleneck of my whole business. I do right. all the writing. I do all that creating. So if, and I know if, I, if I'm just like starting to feel, you know, it's been a heavy day. I was on screen all day mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm just like, no, I'm going to read a fiction book tonight. I'm going to mm-hmm. watch a show. Yeah. And I pace it out because I do not want to be in that position where I can't get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. So, or I'll go for, I mean, I'm unfortunately, I'm in Las Vegas right now. So it's too hot to go for a walk, but uh, it, unless it's early in the morning, but it's, yeah. uh, but you know, you can sort of walk around the room or something like that. But yeah, I, I, so I, so remind yourself why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You give yourself permission because you know you have to keep going. That you're on a nice long road and you don't want to break down. You have a, a you know, you, there's things people are counting on you in the, in the people you don't even know in the, right. in the grand right. world, in the grand scheme of things. You have a, you know, you started this whole thing because you have a solution for a problem. So therefore, you need to make sure that as many people as possible who have this problem hear about you and so on. So you want to make sure you pace yourself. Yes. You don't have to do everything on day one. That term hustle, 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 I can't stand because oh. it's like, it, it, it because the picture you have is of somebody running around all day. And it's not, I always say to somebody, look, if you're spending all day coming up with silly things to say on Facebook, that's what people are calling hustle, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> because you spent all day on it. <laughs> exactly. So, so just, can, just talk, we, we talked about perseverance. It's about perseverance. It's about doing the work. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get it all done today and tomorrow, you know, set your goals, go through it step by step. Just know that you're going to keep going. The key is you're going to keep going. You're going to persevere. So you could take the day off because you're going to get back to it tomorrow. And that's the way that you're going to go through it. And it's, remember, it's a long road. Remember, it will take some time. I know everybody wants to be rich tomorrow. Just take, it will take some time. But as long as you're doing it, like as you're 1% better every day, that you're like, yeah. yeah, that con- that concept, then, then that's how you give yourself permission. No, I absolutely love being anchored to your why and being still being pulled forth by something bigger than you, which mm-hmm. is your purpose. And in mm-hmm. my case, it's my God who gave mm-hmm. me the, the identified purpose for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but being pulled and anchored simultaneously, I know it sounds like a juxtaposition that doesn't make sense, but in yeah. a, a yeah. higher, right? Like in a higher yeah. level of things. It, you have a foundation and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And to your point is being okay with, it's all right, you want to watch some ratchet TV for four hours, go mm-hmm. ahead. Like mm-hmm. something that doesn't make you think about 
all of the work and keep right. your work wheel spinning because you do need to recharge. Do. I call it being selfish. I wrote up my whole personal book, my whole transformational story. You guys have heard it already, but Case is just seeing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. I wrote a whole book on the first time being selfish and me knowing it saved my life. Yes. And if I hadn't been selfish, yes. I would not be here right now. Um, and, and all the ways that when I didn't choose taking care of me and filling myself up caused chaos and havoc down the road because Absolutely. I did things from a space of regret and exhaustion. And yeah. I literally had nothing, but I was still feeling like I had to people please and do all of that. Yeah. Um, and it didn't, it didn't do good for my business. I lost a hundred thousand dollars the first six months in business because I hadn't filled up appropriately and wasn't mm -hmm. in the right mind space. Mm -hmm. Like all of that stuff that you talked to, whoop shot, I could run around this room. <laughs> The whole thing. I'm sitting here like you guys can't see us. We can see each other, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Honey, honey, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah. You are amazing. I so appreciate you, Case. You have to tell people how they can connect with you. Absolutely. Come on over to readyentrepreneur.com. And you can, uh, you'll find all sorts of resources there as well. And if you'd like to join the community on every page, there's a way to join the community. I'd love to have you and we'll take you through the entire process of how you get started with your online business. And it would just be, uh, yeah. So come over to readyentrepreneur.com. That's where you'll find me. Oh, you are amazing. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready for case? Because I'm listening. I'm about to refer like 25 people to right now. This is ridiculous. You are amazing. Thank you and so much. Truly something that the world is literally pun intended, pun intended, ready for right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really glad that you are here and that you are showing up fully. Thank you so much. You are fantastic. This is a great conversation. I absolutely enjoy myself and it's wonderful to talk to you. I'm sure we could have gone on all day. <laughs> yeah, but no I one really, yet. <laughs> I really appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And I'm glad I didn't tire you out so much that you want a half day Netflix uh, <laughs> refill after this. She's like, I got to pick up four fiction books after the kid. So much. It was so much. No. I, I'm so thankful. And I want to welcome you back. You are so amazing. We love to have back. to stay in contact. Yes. Period. Absolutely. You are phenomenal. <laughs> Balance Foley listeners. Thank you so much. Case and I both honor your time for carving out this space to listen, to tune in. I know you was pretending to be on that treadmill. You wasn't really on that treadmill, though. But I'm glad that you still paused a little bit, slowed down to listen to us. I hope you broke out your notebook and took some notes so you can walk into the purest part of your gift, whether you are transitioning your skills from being in that corporate space and tapping into that entrepreneurship to elevate that company that you work in, because maybe you don't have any particular intention on being a quote unquote traditional entrepreneur, that is okay. We want you to know that there is a better way to sustain your life with that entrepreneurial mindset that is really important and using a lot of the techniques and tips and tools that Case Lane was talking about today can help you in that organization just as much as it can help the, uh, the quote unquote traditional entrepreneur to elevate from playing small to being big and on big stages um, in terms of their impact and all the trajectory of love and life and 
everything that you are giving out in the world. So I'm thankful for you guys. As per usual, if you are not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with the people in the world, those ambitiously brave and bold men and women that you know that can get some valuable life, love, and business tools from this show. And we want to continue. We want to be part of those top 100 that Case Lane was talking about. Okay. So like, let's help us elevate. That means you got to write reviews. You got to rate it. You got to share it. So please, my favor that I ask you is to continue to allow us to be great and do good things um, because we have some really good stuff coming up in the next couple of months for you as well. So it's exciting. Um, As usual, you can find me at Ask Nikita on all the places, IG, Facebook, Your Heart's Desire. Um, If I don't respond, it's because I don't like you. No, that's not really true. It's because I didn't see it. So make sure that you tag me if you want a response and I will follow up with that. I love you guys to life. You know that so much. I want you to go create your balance and create your joy. But please, for the love of God, remember to do it boldly. Nikita Thicken. Nikita Thicken. I can't say my name. Thank you for listening.